재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM 어썸 범셜 디벨먼스 리포트드 바이 더 미디어 앤투 기브 유 some follow-ups on Kim Jong-nam's death uh, according to US and South Korean officials uh, Kim Jong-nam who is the older half-brother of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un uh, they feel uh, almost certainly murdered by North Korean assassins acting under the orders of Kim Jong-un uh, Kim Jong-nam had been living a life of semi-exile he'd been going back and forth to places like China Macau uh, and Singapore uh, he was uh, ultimately murdered in Malaysia. Now, to get some analysis on these uh, very dramatic developments, we're very pleased to have joining us from Korea Institute for Defense Analyses Research Fellow, Dr. Kim Chao-ru. Hello. Hello. Well, Dr. Kim, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, really uh, looking forward to getting your insights on this. Uh, we are now uh, coming to a preliminary conclusion that Kim Jong-nam was indeed assassinated by Kim Jong-un. There's no doubt that Kim Jong-un and was behind and is behind the, his half-brother's uh, Kim Jong-nam's death. Uh, obviously, uh, Kim Jong-nam had been targeted for about five years by the uh, North Korean regime. And uh, actually, he had been under the protection of the Chinese government. And so far, the, the incident happened, the assassination happened in, uh, instead of Macau, Singapore, or in, uh, Beijing, it happened in Malaysia. Uh, so... Um, Kim Jong-nam uh, had been publicly critical of the transfer of power and uh, third consecutive, uh, you know, succession of power. And on top of that, Kim Jong-nam actually, uh, uh, according to Korean, uh, you know, the tradition, is the senior son in, the, in that Kim family. So um, we, there is no doubt that uh, he, yes. The must be uh, investigation must be done, but uh, it's obvious. Now, a lot of people will have this question. Uh, some say, "Oh, is he was he trying to set up some kind of uh, uh, exile state?" But um, why do you feel he was a target? You said the last five years because he did seem to be pretty content, kind of roaming around Southeast Asia and and China back and forth. Yes, the China factor is very critical. Actually, Kim Jong-nam was closely tied to Chinese elites and had lived under some protection from Chinese authorities. Actually, at the, at the moment, his wife and his uh, son must be under the uh, Chinese protection. And the important thing is the uh, Malaysia Kuala Lumpur is not under the Chinese jurisdiction and is out of the Chinese authority. That's a critical fact. And on top of that... Um, Kim Jong-nam was patroned uh, by the, Chang, the late Chang Sung-tag and uh, Kim Kyung-hee and all the family members. So I think the uh, Kim Jong-nam um, not uh, certainly became a target uh, because he was under the protection of Chinese you know, authority. Mm. So out of China was the, the one and uh, very rare uh, uh, mean opportunity for the uh, North Korean spy agency and or the regardless of the general bureau, unit member, special agencies, and 
uh, premeditated assassination, uh, you know, opportunities uh, was happened uh, on that uh, specific date. Nobody will confuse Kim Jong-nam as being sort of this uh, Anjung-gun sort of freedom fighter or, or, or advocate of mm-hmm. democracy, but um, he did have a symbol of resistance against the Kim Jong-un regime. Does his death now remove any uh, a, a viable alternative to the current uh, leadership structure in North Korea? Uh, my understanding is there is no viable alternative because everybody knows the uh, Kim Jong-un's brutality, abrupt, you know, paranoia, the, the uh, decision uh, and behavior pattern. And on top of the, he had uh, actually, uh, he purged more than 140 military elites and officials, top officials, including his uncle. And, uh, you know, Chang Song Tag and he, even his uh, aunt, Kim Kyung Yi, all those people out of the site. So I think uh, there is no alternative. His reign of terror is inhumane, and there is no, you know, this alternative or you know, political, uh, you know, uh, organization to uh, to remove or try to remove the Kim Jong Un. So I think the seeking a leadership change in North Korea at the moment is very mm. rare and uh, it's very hard to happen. People can compare this to the uh, Stalinist purges uh, in mm-hmm. 1950s uh, Soviet Union era. But uh, do you feel, as far as the psyche of Kim Jong-un, is he becoming more wary, more paranoid of these uh, imagined or potential rivals and plotters who he thinks are trying to over- overthrow his regime? Uh, uh, I don't mean that uh, Kim Jong-un is dumb or, you know, very, uh, you know, just he's kind of sly fox to uh, tighten his grip on power. He know how to, you know, symbolize uh, his uh, authority throughout the uh, his sort of reign of uh, control. Uh, at, uh, what I'm saying is the his symbolic gestures, even on, the, on Sundays, you know, ballistic missile firing. He, uh, you know, mixed all those, uh, you know military uh, testings with uh, propaganda, you know, activities in you know, providing and distributing all the details, you know, pictures and everything. So uh, what I'm saying is that he, uh, his pe- uh, decision-making pattern looks uh, paranoid, but uh, I think uh, it's very uh, well-coordinated, premeditated, you know, behavior. So even this uh, Kim Jong-nam's assassination tactic he sent two, you know, female, you know, special agents to, you know, at the dramatic uh, scene. Uh, so I, I think, uh, you know, Kim Jong Un's activities uh, must be under, uh, understood as a, as a paranoid, uh, you know, freedom. Can we expect now uh, with this uh, Kim Jong Nam assassination that there will be another series of brutal purges, like you mentioned, with uh, Chang Song Tech and some of the other uh, regime officials? Yes, and, and indeed, it's very possible. In the, from the facade, the Kim Jong-un regime looks stable, but through deep inside the aggravated, exacerbated international isolation, particularly financial areas, uh, it is, uh, the pressure is very getting severe. So I think uh, he tried to make a spa- uh, scapegoat to, uh, to whatever problems happening within uh, North Korean uh, society, and polit- particularly uh, up echelon uh, areas, uh, 
particularly one uh, number two diplomat in London, uh, you know, defected to uh, Korea, the Taeyong Ho case, was a very uh, special case in point because he, uh, Kim, uh, Kim Jong Un, tries to send a symbolic message to whoever will challenge or try to defect from the DPRK will face the same fate like a Kim Jong Nam. So, uh, uh, you know, it's a very uh, aggravating, you know, escalation of, uh, you know, degradating uh, situation in uh, within North Korea. But uh, Kim Jong Un's uh, hallmark reign of terror will be continued with the symbolic uh, purges. There's been some fascinating reporting, and you mentioned this, about these two uh, suspected females who were involved with this killing. They have actually now been able to uh, broadcast uh, what they believe is a picture of uh, one of the uh, suspects, the one who actually administered the poison uh, dart. Uh, There is now reporting out of Japan that uh, these two, and this is sort of the the, uh, modus operandi of these North Korean spies is that uh, they have now committed suicide. Uh, we're not. We, we don't have anything independently confirmed on that. But needless to say, these are very well trained, um, very skilled uh, assassins or spies or whatever you want to call it. Is mm-hmm. it possible? Because you mentioned Taeyong Ho that these assassins can infiltrate anywhere. You mentioned Malaysia not being part of the uh, uh, Chinese jurisdiction, mm-hmm. but Taeyong Ho uh, he is protected here by South Korean um, officials. But is it possible that? that they could indeed infiltrate this country to try and exact some what they want to feel as revenge against Taeyong Ho's defection and all of this information that he's provided. Yes, it's very likely. Uh, I mean, considering the current domestic situation in South Korea and on top of the, is a very psychological effect to the old, uh, you know, already defected uh, 30,000 uh, North Korean you know, refugee, you know, populations and on the possible or potential defectors you know, just a psychological shocking is very uh, enormous. So I think uh, we should uh, keep an eye on, and, and particularly North Korean uh, Reconnaissance General Bureau, where especially trained and, you know, agents might try to, you know, assess in uh, or, uh, you know, another uh, type of uh, very shocking terror activities, uh, inhumane activities in Korea. Uh, actually, the... Uh, uh, the Yihan case and all other defectors assassination case already had happened mm-hmm. in, here in Korea. So what I'm saying is that, you know, we don't have to, you know, hunker down or, you know, just shrink from this kind of, uh, you know, assassination, but uh, we have to keep very carefully to, to differentiate what the real uh, threats or, or the pseudo-threats from the North Korea. Particularly North Korea's psychological welfare will be... Uh, you know, intensified and propaganda activities. So, uh, in response, we also, this, uh, the Purple Korea should, uh, respond to a proper message. The, uh, what I'm saying is the, you know, true space message is infused into the uh, North Korean, uh, regime. Dr. Kim, I know that this is indeed a very busy day. I'm sure a lot of different media outlets are calling on you and trying to get you to appear on their program. So we definitely appreciate you taking the time to uh, join us and give us your insights. Uh, Thank you very much, Dr. Kim. It's my pleasure.